talk. Welcome back. <laughs> it's the Sore Losers. All right, man. What a good weekend. Football is back. This is the week we've been waiting for. Smiles on all our faces. I'm looking at it in Ray's eyes. We are ready. I am Lunchbox, and I'm going to carry this ship, and I know the most about sports. <laughs> Ray. What's up? I know the second most about sports, and then Eddie, what do you you don't know? Eddie. I pretty much don't know anything about sports. I love watching it, though. I just can't tell you who's on the field. Okay, and if you're just stumbling across this podcast, we uh, are a part of a country morning show, the Bobby Bone Show, that we do every weekday morning, and we just do this on the side, trying to uh, just, just just extra hus- side hustle, man. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I say grinding is what I call it, grinding. So uh, we're going to start off the show with a little game called Who Would You Rather Be? Oh. Because I was watching TV this weekend, and I watched a little bit of Wheel of Fortune and a little bit of Jeopardy, and then I got to thinking, who would you rather be, Pat Sajak, the host of Wheel of Fortune, or would you rather be Alex Trebek, the host of Jeopardy? That's the weirdest question ever. No, no, it's not because is there a third option? Like that's I don't it. give a crap. I don't want like would <laughs> no, rather who be. Who would you rather be? None, none of the above. Why? I'm just. I, I just. I thought it was an interesting question because they're both known for hosting a game show. And they make a lot of money, but I'm just wondering who you'd rather be. All right. I'm going Wheel of Fortune uh, just because the other one, way way too, I'd fall asleep as a host. It's too boring. Hey, I'm I'm Daryl from Dallas, and I love to read, and that's my favorite pastime. <laughs> I do like how Alex Trebek, though, does, like, uh, this uh, question comes to you from Buenos Aires. <laughs> like, that's kind of fun, so that's kind of cool. Maybe I'll be Alex Trebek just so I can say, like, what is inside a guacamole? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, my whole feeling is I would rather be Pat Sajak because it's so much easier of a job. Uh, not, you don't have to know anything? Well, you don't. I don't think Alex Trebek has to know anything. <laughs> he seems smart. Well, because he just reads it off a card. Yeah. But pronounce, pronouncing all those words so fast and so smoothly, he can't mess up. Yeah. Because there's a timer. I mean, it is so compact. So that's just a lot of pressure. Pat Sajak's just like... All right, uh, Vanna, do we have any O's? <laughs> Is Three there O's. an O? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, great. There's an O. I've done this O so many times. Did it ever come out, him and Vanna ever, like, hook up? Oh, that yeah. That was a thing, right? Dude, they only worked together no, every they did single not. day. Really? I'm Is pretty that really sure a that rumor? Was, I'm pretty sure that was a thing back well, in the day. What have we learned from all of this in the news and everything? If people work together for years upon years upon they years. Up? Not that, oh. but they hang out a lot together. So they've probably seen each other in the dressing room while they're changing. That's so they've seen start- each other naked. Yes, that's for starters. If they act on those temptations, then they've probably hooked up. If they're single, they for sure all <laughs> That's what we've learned from movies that's and TV. Weird. Yeah, and TMZ. See, but that's not true because yeah, 100% of the time. But it's true. You gotta learn now. Ray talks in these like <laughs> random percentages that make no sense. <laughs> yes, like we're gonna learn this about him. Yeah, you 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 categorize every categorize yeah. everything into oh yeah, it's this definite, and then you're like you start breaking it down. It's like okay, maybe one percent of the population. Isn't right. that a gambler's mentality though? I don't know. I'm always right. Eighty percent of the time, this roulette, forty eight percent. Yeah, exactly. The two greens. But in reality, if the gamblers were always right, they'd be all be billionaires. And that's never the case. To that's make, never the case. To make money at gambling, you have to be right about 70% of the time. And you, you can make a living Wrong. doing it. 70, even professional gamblers don't hit 70% of the game. They are 54. They try to hit 54% of their bets. I mean, I got a friend down the street that can hit 54% of his bets. No, you don't. See, this is you just saying a bunch of random <laughs> no, crap and throwing it up in the air. Yeah, because 
I mean, we, and we might as well start <laughs> off the show. We're talking about betting, so let's go to last week. Let's let's go to Friday's yes. podcast. Go ahead, Ray. Who, who did you have? All right, here we go. Old audio. I had the Cowboys. No, here no, go, go ahead. Friday. Not, old audio. Here's going to be my betting tip of the week. Got to go with the over on that one, folks. Very beginning games in a college football season. There's no defense what whatsoever. What is the over under? Over 45. Wyoming Cowboys. Who are they playing? New Mexico State. Ah. What was the score? It they were under. 29 to 7. <laughs> so they like, needed a touchdown, a field goal. Yeah, just to push. You weren't even close. They weren't even in the ballpark. There wasn't even stress like, oh, they're about to make it. So all those people you said, hey, bet the house. If you're here, bet $1,000. You owe them an apology right now. I am sorry, but it was the first football game of the season. If you're putting thousands of dollars on the game, then you obviously need to talk to your buddies, talk to some other people before you just get advice from a random podcast of three people you don't even know. Yeah. But I will be better throughout the season. Usually I hit about 70 to 80% of my games, and I've done that on our shows before in the past. You have never hit 80%. But to everybody out there, I am sorry if you did bet my bet. But I won't let but you down going forward. It's okay. You bet on a, a terrible game anyway because this weekend is it. This is this is college football starting. Yes! yes. Officially starting. It's officially starting. And I have to say, I used to not get excited about the college football start of the season because it used to always be – Alabama against, you know, Tupelo State right, right. and Michigan versus Moorhead State. All these games that are 85 to nothing. But now with the college football playoff where one loss doesn't kill your season. It used to be you had to be undefeated so your your preseason schedule was cupcakes. This weekend, you have let, let's just go over the games. Get ready. I got no, you right here too. Number 6 Washington at number 9 Auburn. They're playing that game in Atlanta. Number 14, Michigan, at number 12, Notre Dame. You've been waiting for that one. Number 8, Miami, at 25, LSU. I guess they're playing that in Dallas. And then number 20, Virginia Tech, at number 19, Florida State. That is how you start a college football season. And that LSU game, that's your Sunday night game, Labor Day weekend. That's a good little time there. September 2nd, yeah, so that's a night game up in Dallas at Cowboy Stadium. Love it. You got the U. You're going to have the turnover chain in full effect. And then uh, the Death Valley Boys. So what's going on with all those other games then? Because I missed those games because I went to Sam Houston State, which is, you know, a small, small school. And it was fun. We got to play some big schools no, that first week. I don't understand. How is that fun? It was fun for me because we were at the small school and we'd get to go play Texas. We'd get to go play the Aggies, whatever. And I guess, is that not going to happen anymore? No, no. There's there's some games like that, but I don't I don't think it's fun. I don't know. I'm not a, I was never a player, but if I'm a player, you want to play against the best but getting beat 85 to nothing, yeah, that's just not fun. No, like, I, I don't understand. Like When you see your coach bring out the schedule, like, oh, yeah, I get to play Alabama. But in the back of your head, you're thinking, man, I'm about to get stomped into the ground 65 to nothing, and that's just miserable. I guess like anything else, though, you hope for that Cinderella story. Like, yeah, we will take out Alabama, like, but it's never going to happen, and it never really happens. But, but I mean, that hope is kind of cool. Games, they schedule those games later in the season. They're, um, so they're still no, going to no, play those games, just not first week? They still some crappers. They're just, we're lucky that the – First week is pretty stacked. Right, so, exactly. But the teams are willing to, more willing to take a risk early in the season because they realize one loss doesn't kill you. Back in the day, you had to be 13-0, 14-0, whatever, to make the, you know, you had to be one or two in the country to play for the national title. Now one loss doesn't kill you because you can still go win your conference or in Alabama's case, you don't even have to win your conference and then you get in the national the playoff and you win the national title. <laughs> Speaking of. Do you think you should have to win your conference to play in the playoff? No. Yes. Well, 
I don't know why. Guys, it's a podcast. You got to elaborate. No, I'm get, I don't you know. Can't. I don't know what that means. So I'm just gonna go 50-50. Yes, no, yes. No, because you got SEC is stacked. There's so many good teams. You don't have to win your conference. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. The best teams are going to come to the top, and that's how it's all played out. But you don't have to win your conference. That doesn't make any sense to me. Well, I think because I think you should have to win your conference because no, Auburn, because well, in March Madness you can still make the big dance and all that, and you don't have to win your conference. It's different. Oh, because I I look at Auburn last year. They beat Alabama head to head. Yeah. So they had to play an extra game, which they lost. Right. So why does Alabama get rewarded for not playing that extra game and only lose? And lo- they lost head to head to Auburn. Then they get to go in the playoff over Auburn. They end up winning the national title. I I don't. That's one of those where you got to be behind closed doors and ask those people because they're the reason. Well, I know why because TV ratings and Nick Saban runs college football and you want to put them in. I and get Alabama's it. on every big game of the week. Yeah. Every big game. Every of the week. Every time they play them, which is great. I love watching Alabama. But, yeah, it's also the teams that are on TV. They, You think the voters aren't watching the teams that are on TV? They're like, oh, I've seen Alabama play all year. They're fun to watch. I mean, they, it's all subjective. Duh. And you have to understand that it is a, it's a entertainment business. So they want eyeballs on the TV, and they think Alabama brings eyeballs, sort of like the Patriots bring eyeballs to the NFL. They're dominant. They're a dynasty. They're the Warriors. They're the Patriots. The Alabama. And what was that team in Florida? Was it FIU? Was it what? That was undefeated. Oh, UCF. Yeah, and they're not going to let them go play for the national championship, even though they were undefeated. But they're just not going to. You. But can't no, do no. That. I I do like how UCF embraced it. They celebrated. They, they embraced got, it, and then they went and killed Auburn. But <laughs> that was crazy. Like no, they were national champions. They weren't beat. That that's <laughs> what I do like about it is that they they got national championship rings. Right. They had a parade. They hung a banner. And I'm fine by that. They're not real national champions. I don't look at them and I in 10 years I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, remember when UCF won the national championship? No. But I do like the way they said, you know what? You're not going to put us in. We're going to crown ourselves the national yeah. champs. And why did they beat Auburn, though? Auburn didn't want to be there. Care. Yes, exactly. That's another – like, Auburn was moments away from playing for a national title. They lose to Georgia. It's over. That was one of those games, man. You bet that game? Oh, Terrible. Bull pick them. That's a bad pick. Oh, I bet it the wrong way. That was awful. That was. God I mean, that's awful. just. I mean, that's only twenty percent because you usually hit eighty percent of your bets. Right, right. So that was another rare instance when I lose. So, do you have anything you are like college football? What are you looking forward to the most? Like, is there a storyline? Is there anything you are excited about, or are you just excited about football? Me personally, the local team, the Tennessee Vols, baby. Can we finally make a run and actually do something decent? Last year, I went to uh, Knoxville for the first time. I'm all in. Guess who we played? Georgia, and they beat us 50 to nothing. (laughs) And then Georgia ends up going on to almost play for the national championship. Tennessee is good, baby. So that's my storyline. I'm a Tennessee fan. I want to see if Tennessee actually wins some games. They lost. That's what you're excited about? Who else are you excited about? Because I think I might go to another Tennessee game this year. So I want them to start out 3-0, and 4-0, get the excitement building. Can they make a push to the national championship? That would be amazing. I'll answer that for you right now. No. No, because Bama's still in the way. And they and Georgia's in their way. Yes. Auburn's in their way. And the one thing I, I'm really I, – I think Nick Saban is a genius because he has not named a starting quarterback. He has two quarterbacks that are both greatness. He has- Tuli Yapapopo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you nailed it. Julia yeah. Popopo. Hey, say that again? Dude, my chick makes me watch Sports Center on mute. So I never hear the correct pronunciations. All I do is see the plays. Why? 
because she's listening to music, she's reading, she hates Sports Center. The noise of Get it. Get some headphones. So, dude, I, I don't ever see the Sports Center talking heads. I don't ever see what they say. So I you just read the headline? Yeah, I just that's read, it? I see scores, I see plays. That's I pretty never, crazy. I never understand how to pronounce guys' names or anything like that. But Nick Saban's a genius because I, I feel like he is not naming a starter. He doesn't want to name one because whoever he named the starter, if he named it six weeks ago, whoever's not starting would transfer. Oh. And so he's like, look, how can I keep both these guys in-house, in my pocket, so they don't go somewhere else? Hey, guys, we're battling out. I'm not going to name a starter. I'm not going to name a starter. And I think they're in – I think Hurts and Tua Tagalovia are, are both going to play. Because <clears throat> I thought after the national championship last year when Tua came in in the second half and won the national title, I thought you name him the starter right there, Jalen Hurts. See you later. That's the last we've ever heard of you. And he doesn't name a starter. He says, we're going to battle it out. Nick Saban, you're a genius. Now he's got two great quarterbacks. Bama's going to be greatness again this year. Greatness. Dude, but you, our, almost our entire lives, they've been awesome. Since well, we've been adults. Since we've been adults, they've been a powerhouse, man. Adults. I've been, college, been, an, adult I've been an adult for 20 years. Yeah, they've uh, not been a... College, business life after college, they've always been good. Maybe when we were kids, no, they weren't. They were fighting that way. But I would say the past 15 years. No, 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 no. How long has Nick Saban been in Alabama? Ten years? Eight years? Well, since he's been there. I feel like every year we're talking about Bama. Clemson's crept up these past, whatever, five years, but it's been Bama, Bama, Yeah, he's been there since 2007. Exactly. I'm going to get a little sensitive on on this, though, because I saw an interview with Jalen. And man, he just looks broken. Like he just the confusion of what's going on. You know, like you come off a season where you played, and now now you you just got a bit of really really like a half fifty fifty chance that you may not even be on this team anymore. And the dude's just confused. Like, how do you go into the season with that confusion? Like, just think about him and what he's thinking right now. Like, I, has no clue what his future brings, where he's going to be is if he even stays in Alabama. Like, dude, he looked sad. He's just trying to get through. He'll make the NFL, right? No, if no. he doesn't play, oh, here's if, if, if Alabama he, gets rid of him, no, he's not playing for the NFL. Well, the problem with him is he can't throw the ball. He's just a yes, runner. He's, he, a runner. he's more of a Scrambler. runner. RG3, seen it before. <laughs> no, RG3 could throw the ball. But how is RG3 not in the NFL anymore? He is in the he NFL. He is. He's backing up. What's his name? He like uh, string? He's the second string in Baltimore, but that's, Baltimore. A, good, but that's a good transition because now – uh, Lamar Jackson has shown a little bit of a little bit of promise so in the RG3 preseason. might be coming up. So RG3 oh! might get cut because they have to decide are they going to keep three quarterbacks on their roster? When you have no. a 54 man roster, you don't have a lot of spots. Three right. quarterbacks is a lot when two of them aren't going to for if you're saving two roster spots for people that aren't going to play. Ooh. Yeah, it's waste of, waste so RG3 after being out of the NFL for a year could be cut. I mean, he was looking good. Hey, is there a college thing you're excited about? Because here's oh, the yes. thing. This is from a perspective. Here. I'm a better. You want to know who my team is this week? Who I bet on. That's my college. That's my. Of course we want to know that. Yes. Like every week it changes. I, I like Tennessee. They're going to be who I follow. But I'm a better man. The Saturday night game. That's my excitement for the week. How can I make that money back? How am I going to make that parlay? That's what I'm excited about. Dude, baseball parlays don't hit. College baseball, football no, parlays hit. Up. They hit if you pick the right team. Everything hits if you pick the right team. Don't tell me your football parlays hit. They Play the hit. clip. Wyoming. Oh, week. 
Got to go with the over on that one, folks. Yeah, see, there you go. That's all you need wait, to know. Wait, it was so under. Every right? time he misses a bet or calls the wrong bet, we can play this clip? Well, no, no. We can just play his losses because he just <laughs> said he can hit 80%. That's cold, dude. Uh, my buddy down the street can hit 80%. No. I'm telling and, you. Football, and baseball parlays don't hit. Only ba- uh, football. Football parlays hit. So you like Tennessee over West Virginia this week? Uh, you, what's, in, you don't even know in the Knoxville. line. It's in like, Knoxville. I thought I saw it was nine. See, I like what I'm excited about. I'm excited about the quarterback battle at Alabama. I want to know how Nick Saban's going to handle what it's that. It's going to be. It's Tui up and Finney. No, you don't. <laughs> and I, I don't know if he's going to play both quarterbacks. Like if he's going. Oh, he will play both of them because they're going to be. Alabama wins a lot of games by yes. a lot of points, so both of them get playing time. But I'm excited to see Chip Kelly back in college football. Chip Kelly, where is he going to be? At? Oh my gosh, have you guys paid attention? No. to he's at UCLA. Oh, right oh on, man. That's gosh. cool. How awesome is that? Like, he is one of the greatest college coaches I've ever seen. I agree. Just excitement-wise. So, I cannot wait to see what he does with UCLA. So, Pac-12, you better be ready because UCLA Bruins are coming. They are coming. And I'm excited to watch Alabama. They're number one in the preseason poll. My bold prediction, they are not going to the college football playoff. Alabama is it right? You're drunk. They're losing two games. So you think Chip Kelly can go into that program and just change it up in one year? Like yes. They're, like they're coming this year, or they're coming. They're in coming two years? this year. They are coming. This they're coming in a couple years. That's a couple, maybe three. <laughs> if if he stays there, three. They'll play for the conference championship this year. Wow. Hey, save that clip, Ray. We'll play it when right. he's wrong. Mark yeah, UCLA. I don't even know what they have. I don't know anything about UCLA. They football. don't have a quarterback. I don't know that. I, Chip Kelly can do anything. They don't he, have Rosen anymore. I understand Thank Rosen. Is, really? Where's Rosen? Eddie. Ah, uh, yeah, he's at the Niners. Good guess. Dang, it's so the, close. The right conference. Okay, yeah, then he's in. Uh, right division. Okay, then he's uh, with. Um, I don't know who. Josh Rosen, the former UCLA quarterback, was mm-hmm. drafted by mm-hmm. the. Mm-hmm. The Raiders. Close. Wrong state. Son of a. I don't know. Oh, Seattle? Oh, no. close. Wrong state. Rams. Wrong state. Oh, oh, Arizona. Arizona Cardinals, yep, correct. Yep, 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 yep. Dude, you got to get better if you're going to be on a sports show. Wait, if, hold on. How are you going to get better? You didn't know? You didn't know Chip Kelly was back in college. I don't I Probably second or third week is when I'd start to realize that stuff. Guys, I'm good. I'm learning just to kind of back off and let you guys Dude. talk the logistics. I'm if I remember something, I'll come in. But other than that, guys, I watch I watch sports with a drink in my hand, and I really don't study anything else outside of that. And Eddie's been listening to other sports podcasts. I looked them up over this <laughs> over the weekend. Like, how much better are they than us? Dude, no, they're not. Do they yell so much? I got a question. Why don't bash our podcast? Like, let's sound like Who, we're good. Us? Yeah, you, you just okay, go. How bad. much? No, I'm just joking. I don't really care. Like, right. we're learning. Like, this is just random. I like our podcast because I don't think anyone claims, other than Lunchbox, to really know what they're talking about. Problem is, Lunchbox knows what he's talking about because he lives, he breathes sports. This is what you do. When you're not not doing the Bobby Bone Show or any prep on that, you're looking Sports Center, you're looking at ESPN, you're on the internet reading the sports. I'm reading articles, I'm watching clips. I do. That's your life. You've been like this your whole life? My whole life. My whole life. But here's what I found out is with sports shows, afternoon, nights, morning, they don't have to be good. Sometimes they just need to fill a spot. A spot that, that's a spot. true, too. Yes. That just because these guys are in a local morning show and we're just a podcast doesn't mean that local morning show is better than us. I mean, there are some bad shows out there. But I have I'm a question. talking horrible shows out there. Horrible. Like, I have a question. Like God-awful radio. And like how bad? Morning sports show. Like, so terrible. So terrible. Like, brutally bad? 
there was times when I was trying to figure out if I wanted to do it when I was in college, if I wanted to do an intern, an internship, I would listen to some morning sports shows. I would listen for five minutes and fall asleep. I, yeah. w- I was out like a light. I couldn't even listen to them out. They were so boring. That okay. That's the sign of a terrible show. What is your question? Why do people listen to sports shows? Because they're never right. I mean, no, no, no. Uh, the, I, these analysts, he, people I talking about why. sports, it's just all bull crap. Like they're, they're just saying whatever they think. They're hardly right. They don't even know the facts. They're just guessing. And they're so opinionated that like it's just why do people listen to this? Just to get your mind thinking or what? That's why people why do people listen? Because everybody thinks they know. Everybody has an opinion on sports. But they don't. No. Everybody does have an opinion. No, 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 but they don't know. I just said that. I just said they think they know. Right. But that's what I'm saying. Like, if you watch March Madness before the the tournament starts, the so-called experts, when they pick yeah. the winners, they never get it right. They never get the Final Four right because they don't know. That's the beauty of sports. I think that's okay. why people listen is because you don't know. You just want to hear different people's opinions like, man, I've thought about that before. Or he thinks the opposite of me. How can he think that? You're passionate. Sports brings out passion. And so I think people listen because of that. I think they because because they want to see what those people see. If they see the same thing, if they, oh, no, oh, that guy's so wrong. And then you call up your buddy, can you believe what Eddie from the Sore Losers podcast said? Oh, he's such an idiot. Oh, he thought Josh Rosen was on the 49ers. Oh, what a moron. I think that's why you listen. And I think one of the biggest flaws of a sports show is when they start talking X's and O's. They lose everybody. Everybody. Nobody. Oh, they ran a fade flag route. No yes. one cares. Yep, that was one of those one, two, left, right <laughs> swing passes. Yes, this team's going to be good because they have the four, seven, niner going in their, in their ah! playbook. It's one of solid plays in the playbook that a lot ah! of teams use, don't use. Right. They what are talking about? Right. And I agree with you 100%. And I, and I hate cliche sports talk. Well, I went it down on the sideline. I talked to the coach. He said, oh, they are ready for this game. Man, the defense has never looked better. What? Of course he said all that. Like, I hate that kind of talk, too. One of the dumbest things, <laughs> like, the, the sideline reporting so dumb. is so dumb. Because before a game, they ask the coach, wait, so Wait, coach, is it because there's usually girls? You haven't even let me finish. Just Why go. do you jump on the girl bandwagon? Why do you try to paint me in a corner? I didn't paint you anything. No, you tried hey, to dude, paint. I just got the paint bucket out. I didn't even dip the he, brush in he there. He wasn't brushing. All Come I'm on. saying is, they ask, so coach, what do you have to do to win? Oh, we got to play discipline. We got to, you know, start out early, you know, get the ball running, you know, run downhill, blah, 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 get some first downs. All right. Thank you, coach. And then at halftime, so coach, how do you think the first half's going? Well, we didn't play very well. There's some mistakes. We got to clean it up. Uh, we'll be better in the second half. All right. Thank you. I mean, they say the what same. What about the post game? When they talk to the coach. Uh, that's also... I got to talk to the team. Uh, obviously, what I saw was I was pretty pleased with it. It was a good win, but we got to work. We got to get back to the drawing board and see what yeah. we got to do on Monday. And I feel like the coaches are always like, dude, I was trying to get to the locker room. Like, what? I got to go. They're in a world where they don't have to be creative uh, in on the video and audio. Yeah. They, they're just trying to get their team to win. They don't give a crap what the video and TV people get out of it. They don't do, care about an interview. Do, they just want you to appear to the interview so you don't get in trouble by the people in the positions. Do TV shows or the producers over at CBS, do they think we really care mm. about what the coach says when he's running off the field? No. Do we really think? Yes, if he says something no. really cool. No, no they don't. They, but they, do, they, do, when's the last time a coach said something really cool? Never. When he's leaving the field? Never. Rarely. They're never. They're not going to reveal their secrets. Oh, we're going to come out and run the fake punt or the fake, uh, onside kick right after the second half kicks off. I mean... Never, they don't tell so you why anything. why do they do that? So, That's so what I'm as, asking. As, hold on. As a TV person, you look at the show as a grid, and you look at it all timed out. That's just a two-minute filler. 
two minutes we need to fill, go to Allie LaForce, whatever, down, down and talk to the coach, and we're done. It's a time waster. That's all it is. So if you're that sideline reporter, do you feel like your job is wasted? It's you're a just, joke. No, it's all you need it because you need to fill three hours of programming. That's a lot, dude. And, 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 and like you said, what did you say? Football, like the plays, actual playing time on a, in a football seconds. game. Really? Is the it? only time they are useful is when someone gets hurt. I was and just about to say that. Yes, I, I'm with you on oh, that. Oh, for updates and stuff like yes, that. Yes, like, oh, he went to the locker room. They said, uh, right ankle sprain. He will not be back. Okay, boom. That's a great Thank update. you. Yeah. But the coaches coming on the field and going off the field, it just it blows my Just go to commercial. Pay yep. the bills. Maybe they don't have an advertiser for that spot. It's a football game. They got anybody. People are lining up around the block to advertise. So anyway, yes, that's. I mean, that's that's great because I I just wonder that now that you worked in TV, Eddie used to work in TV. I did, and so I have. I've just always wondered why do they ask those coaches the question? What was the money like? Over it's just gritted out. TV money? Yeah, terrible. You some good money, didn't terrible. You? I did work a couple of UT games, Texas games. That was fun. Like actual games for like Fox Sports. I or... worked a UT Texas game. We got paid a hundred dollars too. No, what'd you do? I did. Was a PA announcer. Oh, oh, oh! You actually announced. How would yeah. you do it? Welcome to the Frank Irwin Center. This is Texas basketball. There you go. Not bad. Bucks. You ever made it to the stadium though? You never did football. You did no. it for UT basketball. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not. You don't believe him? No. I mean, I have no reference. Why on this. would I have no UT idea. basketball? They probably have a guy that they does it all that, the time. Yes. And they went and found this guy. <laughs> like, I, I explained to me. How did you get the job? Just, it was a crazy web. No. I was connected to a guy at Round Rock Express baseball games. He was connected to UT. He got me the gig when it was a break, and one of the announcers was in, like, Hawaii or something. Stop. Do you swear to God? Yeah. Why would I lie about that? I'll find the pay stub. That's kind of – I mean, that's cool. Don't hate on the dude. No, if no, he did that, that's cool. He just – what what have we learned about Ray Ray when we he talks? He makes stuff up. He, he makes a lot of things up. I understand crap. he went to Texas State. He maybe did it for Texas State. Did you do anything in Texas State? Did you announce he did ice skating. Ice skating? Yeah. And football, basketball, all of them. How would you do ice skating? That was Sarah with a triple axel. Great performance, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> like now that I believe, I believe he did that at Texas yes, State. But not a but, Texas basketball game. But a Texas basketball game, they just found this random guy. Like, I, I just feel like they have people in their system or their program at UT, the yeah. University of Texas, that they have their a backup. Like, if the Spurs, if their guy is out, they're not just going to go get some guy off the street. Yeah. I wasn't the backup. I was the backup to the backup to the backup. <laughs> Dude, the most, ever, the most stressful thing I ever did working in college sports broadcasting was uh, the assistant to the actual broadcaster. So, like... I had to I had to write down stats or whatever and then hand them the card. I didn't know any of the stats, so there would be I all these you girls. Were just a video guy. No, I would, but but what we would do on the weekends before uh, I guess Longhorn Network, the the whatever whatever company was coming in, they would hire a bunch of random people to act as aides, assistants, whatever, carry cables, load of stuff in the truck, whatever. But at one time, I helped the stats girls would give me the card, and I would be the one. From the from the girls to the actual broadcaster, and then he'd read the stats. The amount of stats that's handed to these sportscasters is amazing. You all would never know, but half of the stuff they have no idea what they're talking about. So these girls have to type up real quick. He's has thirty two yards so far and whatever on twelve carries on twelve uh, carries. Yeah, they, and there's someone running them all the time. And halftime they print out a whole sheet of all the first half stats. Boom. By the end of the game, the amount of notes on the on the ground is oh. just crazy. What paper you, everywhere. Being a paper pusher, what did you get paid to do that? Mm, it was it was by the game, so I would get like maybe 150, 200 bucks a game. 
And I was only getting paid 100 to announce it? <laughs> yeah, dude. And then when I wasn't doing that, I would go down and help the camera guys, you know, just make sure no one's tripping on that cable. One time I was doing it, and Samantha Ponder was down there. She was reporting. <sighs> Sam Ponder, ESPN. She I swear, dude, she was checking me out. I'll tell you what, that Christian Ponder... He did a good job. Yeah. He did a good job marrying her quick because his career went out in like that. Like he was done. So when he was the starting quarterback for the Vikings, he gets with her, marries her. Two years later, he's out of the league because he can't throw a football. Right. I wonder what he's doing now. Eddie, give him a Google. Samantha Steele was her name when she was checking me out. I think he does some ESPN crap. Does he? Or he's a state of You're thinking of David Carr. Christian Ponder. I just want to know what he does. And does his wife still do the Styline reporting? Yeah, she's still working. She is does she? a lot of college, mostly college. Christian Ponder, let's see what he does. Yeah, because I, I. How do you Google that? What's Christian Ponder well, doing now? Just go now? to his Wikipedia page. I bet you there. I mean, people know everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. College career, personal life. But let's. let's he move. doesn't do. Sh- <laughs> I don't see anything. Okay. Stay at home, Dad. Let's move on to the NFL. Eric Decker retires. Yeah. Samantha's favorite novel is. Uh, to Kill a Mockingbird. I didn't know that. That's a good book. Titans got Decker when he was garbage, and then he was going to go to the Patriots, and I thought they were going to do something with him, but then he just decided to give it up. Ray. What? Think about what you're saying. When you say he retired, what, what does that really tell you? He wasn't good anymore. They got cut. Oh, they said, hey, they, you can retire. Yeah, they said, hey. Okay, do you think they told him that, or do you think he had an idea? Of he, he knew was just he not was going to get cut. I mean, the Broncos had him when he was awesome. Titans get him for whatever he had him for a year or two, and just for a little, it was good for a little he bit. Wasn't good. He, he had a couple like good plays in there. All a game. He was so slow. I think he missed his step, and then he goes to the Patriots, and they just cut him. They cut him, yeah. and so to save face, they say, "Hey, man, we're gonna let you go." So if you want, so he I comes out and says, that. "Hey, man, I'm gonna retire. I just want to spend more time with my family, aka." I'm not going to be able to play for the Patriots. I'm not good enough. I'm, my career's over. I made, you know, X millions of dollars. I got a hot wife. I mean, hot, hot, hot wife. And she makes money. Jesse James Decker. Posting things on Instagram. I don't know what she does, but. She's just an Instagram I, poster. That's what I'm saying. She makes so much money on she that. she not sing country music yeah, anymore? That too. Well, I mean, I don't know. I've never heard one of her songs. Here's what's blowing me away with these Instagram models. These people are making a living off of it. Yes. <laughs> They get paid so much money. Dude, I was born under the wrong gender, man. No. And, and I'd be doing bikini pictures every day. But it's not, it's not even bikini pictures. Like people from The Bachelor and Bachelorette. They get you it follow, too. My wife follows them, and they get paid just to post things. Yeah. And they get free vacations to these they're resorts. Doing it right. And well, I'm what like, I'm seeing is their shelf life wears out after a couple of years. So these bachelorette, bachelor people, they can do it for a couple of years, make money, travel to these resorts, post Instagram pictures, but then after two years, they're screwed because they have no career, no job, and they're donezo. So in, check back with us a couple of years down the road, probably not very good for them. But right now, they're living the life. Living the life. They, so they get paid for their posts. It's oh, not just yes. get free they stuff. They get to go on the trip, take a couple of Instagram selfies. Um, and then come back to the States, let's have a dinner party, and make sure you post a couple times, and then chill for a couple days, then we'll send you out to another location. Or they peddle products, they just, like, they're at their yeah, house, and I've they po- that. post a picture of them using a product, and boom, on Instagram, hashtag ad. They're they make, making a living off Instagram. Making a l- Sorry, killing. I don't mean to go back on this, but dude, don't tell me I'm not better looking than Christian Ponder. I have no idea. Ray, I'm better looking than this dude. I mean, are you trying hot. to create controversy here? Like, are you trying to be like, ooh, look at me? No, I'm just living in the past right now. Man, but yeah. I, I want to make a dollar for, I want to make my first dollar off an Instagram post. So Eric Decker retires. Adrian Peterson to the Redskins, which I don't understand. He's done, right? 
I don't understand why she people might care. Have a couple more years left. I don't understand why. Was that care. a one-year deal? One-year deal. I just don't get it. Like he went to the Saints last year. It was terrible. They traded him to the Arizona. Ter- he had Generally like one or two games, and then he broke down. His body was done. He goes to Washington, so he'll be good for a couple weeks. And he's gonna be. I just don't get it. He's thirty-three. Running backs are done. At what age? Thirty. That seems to be the trend because you just run him into the ground because you don't need him. Yeah. I did love him five years ago on my fantasy team, watching him every week, trying to get 100 yards. Can we talk fantasy for a little bit? Because yeah, I just have a couple of questions because we have. Hey, a... this is how great of a sports show we are. We're not doing a fantasy. I'm in not, fantasy. Me and Lunchbox are. We're in a league. Oh. So I'm in multiple leagues. Why are you not? You don't do fantasy. I'm doing weekly DraftKings. Yeah. And, uh, but do you want to get in a league? No. I do weekly. Okay. You pick I, the players I, on Sunday. I, I understand. I want to be paid on Monday. I'm not sitting in it for four months. Honey, honey. I'm he does tr- it for a different reason. No, here it is. Here's the thing. Here's honey, the thing. Here, sweetie, sweetie, I've invested all this time in fantasy football. At the end of it, we're going to make $700. It's funny he I says. I want to make $700 that Monday. It's funny he says sweetie because my wife's thing is like, you've never won on fantasy football like ever. Neither is he. <laughs> so, That's what I'm saying. Every, he, he talks absolutely. all this, but I'll right. pull it up on DraftKings. You've won $700? Uh, one time I made one. Two. You made seven hundred dollars on DraftKings. Maybe and not close. No, no see, you didn't. he's full of it again. No, you're full of it. You guys know the one time I did a golf two hundred heads up. We're talking about football, fantasy football right now, All not right. just betting. Well, I'll have to get into it, and I'll let you know. Yeah, because you said <laughs> you don't want to make. You said I don't want to make seven hundred dollars in the long run. I want to make seven hundred dollars on Monday. Quick. So that means you're betting $700 a weekend in DraftKings. Quick cash. The most I would do is 200 for a DraftKings. But, Draft dude, the Kings best thing up. about DraftKings or FanDuel or anything like that is that really you can spend $2 and win 100000 But you really can't. Those are so hard. People, somebody does win them. They're usually like, what do they call them? Sharks? <laughs> yes. But, but I mean, dude, one of these days, I'm going to hit one of those. No, you're not. Dude, I'll go to church on Sundays and I'll pray. I'll be like, come on, God, make this the day. Today, Sunday, please. Never worked last year. I tried it with my dad because my dad has never played fantasy. So he's like, oh, let's try it. So we put like 100 bucks in there, and I let him pick the players. Man, he'd win nothing. Nothing because there's so many. I mean, there's nothing. I would win my money back at least a lot. I would a lot. We have one of our friends down the hall in Fox Sports. Didn't he win a couple times? I think the most I've ever won in football was $20. And that was a good dude. I mean, my team went off. So that's tough, right? Well, you're winning seven hundred dollars. I don't believe you. It's heads up. It's you versus another person. That's so easier. one of you is going to win the money. But again, that's one of your one to one bets. You have to you have to bet seven hundred to win seven hundred. Right. You're doing that's that on DraftKings. It's not very good odds. It's not. It's good not very odds. good payment. Absolutely not. And DraftKings takes like what twenty percent of that or ten percent of they that. They take something. Yeah. I don't like that juice that DraftKings does. They do that. They have to survive. That's how they make it, money. Okay. If you guys want to play a weekly where you get paid weekly, we can set it up where we get ten people. And we set it up as a friendly game on DraftKings, and there's no entry fee. So they take nothing, and we all put weekly? in. Weekly? Let's do it. I think that's a great idea. But then we take each other's money. Well, yeah. Well, That's what you do in fantasy anyway. We want to take it from the house, dog, not from each other. You want to beat that? Have you ever read the book Beat that's the what, House? That's, you know that's what, what everyone does. Well, that's what everyone does, right? Bring when down they the put, house? <laughs> Are you talking about the MIT kids I that go into Vegas? I, I had the oh, title yeah. wrong. Is that a good movie? I've never seen the movie. The book is amazing. The book is amazing. Really? Amazing. Yeah, there's a movie with like Topher Grace or something. Real quick summary is these kids go to Vegas and they're blackjack experts and they win blackjack and they win millions and they go then to school on Monday after winning millions. Yes, they're from MIT and some guy trains them to count cards and they all dress up in different disguises and they have signals that they go over and so they 
know when to bet big, when to bet small, who should be betting big, and they all sit at the table together and they act like they don't know each other. One's the sloppy drunk who's just betting big the whole time. It is an incredible book, and they end up getting banned from every casino in Vegas Amazing. and making so much money. But you can't do it anymore because now they put more stacks of cards in the shoot. They, have to, they get they to they keep that money? More. Absolutely. It is not illegal to count cards. Dang. There's nothing illegal they about— They had so much money, they were having issues bringing it back like onto the planes. They were yes. strapping each Pablo other Escobar down with the money. So. Yeah. Yes, except for they weren't killing people. Right, right, right. So— Yes, just imagine that problem. You leave Vegas with so much money, you can't even get on the freaking plane. I was leaving Vegas one time, and there was a girl have in front of us. Have you ever left Vegas Can I tell my story? with so much money that you have trouble putting it in your no, pocket? No, but a girl that was standing right in front of me did, and she dropped her bag by accident, and hundreds just fell out. We were, in the secu- we were in the security line. Did you grab some? No, I didn't grab it. No, we're in the TSA like, security line. How many hundreds? I would have, if I had to guess, maybe $2,000 fell out that I saw. And it was just spread everywhere? Just spread out. She was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. She just picked it up one you at a time. You didn't pick one up? Why would I touch that? Dude, I felt like if I even touched it, she would have thought I was trying to steal it. She might have been getting that money some other way. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Oh. I mean. It is Vegas, so who knows? We have a buddy of ours that brought the chips back from Vegas. He uh, forgot you got to cash them when you're in Vegas. He had never gambled before. Tell the before. whole story. It's so stupid. We gave him our money, and we said, hey, put it on red or whatever with roulette. So he did it. We won. We all won $100. Our dumbass buddy gets on the airplane with our poker chips and doesn't cash them at the Caesars Bellagio. Dumbass buddy. So comes back and gives us chips from chips. the casino that yes. we can't use in everyday life here in America. He's like, here, here's your money. Chip, chip, chip. So we have to spend that money to fly back to Vegas to cash those <laughs> chips in. So we ended up a net. Negative six hundred dollars because we had to buy a hotel room, flights, food, beverage, all that. And his excuse? I didn't know. I never been to Vegas. Hey, <laughs> I didn't know. Never been to Vegas. Okay, uh, homework for tomorrow. Or- homework? Whoa. What is this crap? No, get out of here. Homework. Here, can we play these clips? You want to well, play? I'm not. I'm. That's where I'm going because we need to have. Well, you you got to have to predict your four playoff teams and your national champion. We have to do that eventually. I mean. So I don't know if you want to do it tomorrow, if you want to do it Friday. You but just say the word homework, and I like freak out. I want homework. Well, yeah, I know. I have to actually look up stuff and be yeah. ready for the show. Yeah, I, so I already have two of mine, Bama and Clemson. Okay. That's good. Way to go out on a limb. Oh, another one. <laughs> I'll go with Harbaugh's boys, Michigan. Ooh. Yeah, good job. You already got three years, huh? Yeah. All right, I like it. I'll research for the fourth. All right, now for the segment Smart. that we close the show with. It's called, What Did We Find? The Most Interesting Thing We Found on the Internet. Ray, you starting? Yeah, yeah. So anyways, there's this kid. He got in trouble with school officials, and he easily outran him. But then he starts jumping over these fences, and they put, like, music behind it of him jumping. So it's Mario, and every time he jumps, they do the bouncing sound. You got to see the video. Absolutely hilarious. He outruns probably four security guards just going over fences. And where can they see the video? Sore Loser Show at Twitter. At Sore Loser Show on Twitter. Yeah, my bad. Okay. And then mine is, I don't know if you guys watch Who is America, but Sasha Baron Cohen is, dresses up in these disguises, and he gets an interview <laughs> with O.J. Simpson, and he keeps making references to, oh, you know, me and you, like I say, we, uh, we kill women. Ah! And O.J.'s like, oh, stop, stop. I didn't kill anybody. Hit it. Uh, me and you, we got uh, something in common. We both, uh, how you say, uh, lady killers. <laughs> You know, it's not what it sounds like. In Italian, it translates to uh, somebody who uh, murders women. <laughs> no, I killed nobody. Oh, I didn't either. I didn't either. <laughs> I didn't either. 
Oh my good. gosh. Go to our Twitter page, Sore Losers Show. And I mean, you have to watch the full so interview. So good. It is so, if you like awkward funny, that is the most awkward funny. I love that uncomfortable stuff, and it is great. All right, so somebody tweeted us uh, something over the weekend that I thought was really funny. It was, if golfer, if golf and soccer switch announcers. Did you all hear that? No. All right, here. Y'all, I don't have the audio plugged into the board, so I'll play it off Wait, this. wait, you didn't send the audio in? Watch, watch, listen. I'm not going to hear it. Fuck to Ethan. This is the soccer game. He really has a chance to sink this one. It should go a bit right to left. But he's got a good look at it. We'll need the ball back. It's a free kick. It's just a bit solid contact. And he sinks it. <laughs> he scores the goal. They really should <laughs> score. And, and, and then here's goal. an opening on 12. He needs this four foot putt for par. All he needs to do is take it. Is <laughs> How funny is that? That's really That's funny. I right. laughed. I didn't think it was going to translate coming through oh, your computer. You always doubt me, dude. No, I never doubt you. You do doubt me. If you guys That's want okay, your bet of the night, I got you the Yankees Tanaka's pitching over the Sox. Uh, minus over one and a half. Over the Sox. Go ahead and take it to the bank. Oh, minus <laughs> one and a half, huh? Hey. I would love for that to work because I have Tanaka on my fantasy team. It is the last week of fantasy baseball. I am in first place by two games. And so I need. Oh, I can't woo! believe you're still playing that. Because you do head to head, so you, there's 14 categories a week. So I have to maintain a two lead. I got. I mean, this is this is dire straits. I need him to pitch a nine inning. What does shutout. that mean, dire straits? I don't know. Well, why did you say that? I just heard that. Like you heard that, like some other. Yeah, yeah. I've he heard, heard another sports show do it, so he tried to. Don't do, do that. It. Why? Why are you copying other people? No, no, no. It's dire straits is a, a saying. Like it's dire straits. Like you're in a pickle. Like you're in a bind. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's a band. Uh, so, anyways, I got another lock. Do you have for you dire straits? Do you have dire straits up there? No, we can't play music on this. Oh. I'll sing it for you. Wow! Don't way to fear end the, the show. No, what it what is your starts. other bet? Because this is you're going down a rabbit hole where you lose all these bets. So no, so far I'm 0-1, which isn't good. We'll keep track of it. But uh, Tanaka tonight minus one and a half. Then I also got the Mets against Leicester and the Cubs. They are terrible. Mets get one and a half. So my locks of the week of the night: Mets. Who's pitching for the Mets? Uh, Snyder guard. Syndergaard. Syndergaard? Yeah. All right. Yeah, Lester's been absolutely horrible. He'll give up at least three Yahtzees. Why do you guys make fun of me when I say Schnedeker and you don't make fun of him for calling him Snydergaard? No, I asked him. Oh, just so you know, breaking news, number one seed, Hellup out of the U.S. Open. She lost already. Simona Haslip. Anybody watching that? Really? Because it's H-A-L-E-P. You guys want to find some easy money? Tennis. Wow. Out. Six, two, six, four. Explain easy money Are you guys excited? Scale one to ten. Yeah. U.S. Open tennis. Excitement level. One. I'll probably watch the final match. I love it to bet. Okay. Like I don't watch anything before like the semifinals or. I love tennis. You can watch the first set, see how they're playing, see who's hot, see who does the stronger hits, see who has some more aces, and then bet the second set. Prediction. Uh, I don't have one. Winning the whole thing for the men's. Uh, for the men, it's got to be the absolute favorite right now, Djokovic. Joker. Is he in it? Yeah, 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 of course he's in it. Um, I just like to go back to Ray's thing about how Lester's been terrible. Last time out against the Tigers, he five. Did, he did well that game, but he was terrible before. Okay, the f- game before that, six innings pitch, five hits, zero runs, zero earned runs, got the W, eight, eight I, strikeouts. I don't like my pitchers giving up five hits. Those will come back to bite you sometime, <laughs> and that's going to be tonight. Do you know that me and Lunchbox are in a baseball fantasy thing where we pay a dollar? Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we pay a dollar and we have a lineup on DraftKings. On so, DraftKings, and it's uh, you, what six people lunchbox? Yeah, sounds lucrative. So, so when, when you DraftKings win, is right now, third checks for seven dollars for you guys. Mine, they're right now at seven hundred. But if you win, they've dude, never you win you a seven hundred dollars check though. That's they what's wrote great. me a four hundred. 
Yeah, after I, multiple bets. And I got the documentation to prove it. Let me see, see it. it. We'll post it. Yeah, but post my account number too. No, I'll black that out. Let's see. Come on, I want, dude. I want to. I want. I want you to be right. I really do. I do. Show I want you to prove this because yes, you please. talk all this to the. You talk our, all our this crap. I want you to be right. And then once again, I guarantee you don't have. Show it. me that check. All right. We'll post it on our Instagram. I don't know if they let you show. Old oh, here we go. Oh, now, please. What did he just say? He goes, and I got the documentation to prove it. Now it's. I don't know if they'll show that documentation. Exactly. Oh, more out. breaking news. Jaguars receiver Marquise Lee. We'll go under. We'll go uh, have a knee surgery and placed under injured reserve. Okay, no more breaking news ready. Why not? Under not injured reserve. Who gives a rip about that guy? What do you mean? He's what do you number mean? One he, Jaguars were a flash in the pan. Any of these people saying Jaguars were in the Super Bowl are so stupid. Okay, the Jaguars so- were Dece last year. <sighs> They're not going to be that good. They're Deece, in a tough division. Deece, They're in a very tough division. Deece, Titans are going to be a lot better. Titans are going to be luck, terrible. The luck factor with the Colts. Titans will be terrible. You like the Titans because their stadium's like right down the street from the Titans, house? five games, win, win five the games. Titans not look that good this year. I went to their one preseason they game. They looked awful. Holy awful. Crap. And they looked awful the other day against the Steelers. They looked awful. They really do. <laughs> they look like so it. bad. I don't but like it. Guys, you're judging them you on preseason. Marquis, not good. Marquise Lee is the number one wide receiver on the Jaguars. But I do love... Do love the fact that he signed a big contract this offseason, got $16.5 million guaranteed. Good for him. You proud of him? Well, I'm happy that now he got hurt. I'm. It, it would be terrible oh. if he got hurt before he signed, signed that. Yes. But he got the $16 million guaranteed, which is awesome, and hopefully he can come back good offseason. And that's it. We'll wrap it up because I, and we're going to have NFL predictions maybe the next week. You well, let's guys, talk fantasy tomorrow because we have a draft tomorrow, and I really want to get your, y'all's opinions. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got some fantasy questions. I don't know if anybody cares about our fantasy or if they have No, fanta- just fantasy in general. Right, I think right. people and care. And if you have fantasy questions, say, hey, send them to us on yeah. Twitter. You know what I mean? We'll answer your questions. We'll give our opinions. We know everything about sports. Sore Losers Show on Twitter. Hit us up. All right. Everybody have a great day. I don't know if this show was this show all over hey, the place again. Hey, hit the again. drums. Oh, that's how we say goodbye. No, where's the buzzer? Oh, I had never sent them. Oh, I sent you a buzzer. This is how we're going to end the show. Yeah, follow us on Twitter, Sore Losers Show, and then on Instagram. It's kind of struggling, so we need some followers over there. Uh, We'll post some videos. I did did a video on Friday. Did you like that of you? Just kind of wrapping up the show. You want to do one today after the show? Yeah. Hey, so when the buzzer goes off, you say your final piece, and then I send the buzzer for you. Yeah. Everyone says something? Yeah, LB, go. All right. When the buzzer goes, that's when you're done talking. Go, Cubs, go. And I need a Tanaka win. That's against my bet, but okay. Well, yeah, because I'm a Cubs fan, okay. so I'm going to, I'm, I'm, Cubs have won five in a row, and they're going to win again tonight. Eddie? Oh, I didn't. You got to hit his buzzer. <laughs> All right. That means, no, that's a terrible, that's a subbing in buzzer. That's not an end of the game buzzer, Eddie guys. Eddie said it to me. That's all I had under buzzer. The only other, the only other buzzer. You know what buzzer... I mean? That's like when you go to the score stand and be like, I'm in for 23. I'm in for 23. Now hit it. No, Come on. Shoot, shooter. I'm shooter. in for shooter. He's going to go out. They made the free throw. Come on in. <laughs> yeah. All right, So guys. we need another buzzer? So yeah, you need saying? to like the game's over. All right, I'm going to go over. home, drink some beer. No, you're not. Why don't you say what you're really going to do? Yeah, why go don't you tell the nap? truth? Why do you try to sound tough? I'm going to go home and drink some beer. You're not going home and drink beer today. I'm going to go home and take a nap. Hit the buzzer. All right, remember what I said? The uh, Yankees, they got to win by two. And then you also got the Mets, they get one and a half. Are you so, parlaying that? No parlay, but Yankees, Mets, Come on. guys, take it to the bank. Where are you? <laughs> All right. All right. Good night. I'm surprised we're going to use that buzzer more. Good night. Just whenever you want right, something no, to shut up, it. hit it. Hit it.
Wait, uh, good night. It's 11. It's noon. But people may listen to this. At okay, night. okay. I'll say good morning. Good morning. Good evening. That's no, night. Say say good afternoon. Start it over. I'm done. Okay, okay. Ready? I start over. Good morning. Good, good what? Afternoon. Good afternoon. Good night. <laughs>